Live and one hour away from a two-hour kit debate in a three-and-a-half-hour recording, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast, the one you've been waiting for. Sorry. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> Didn't you guys set up an entire other fucking podcast for all this kit stuff? Raise your voice. Did we? I wasn't allowed to be on. Have you I'm listened to it? On. Sometimes. Oh. Well, yeah? Well. Name two people who are on it. <laughs> as as of the last three, not me. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, if you say Chris, then I know you're lying. <laughs> oh, we do miss you. Well. said that I've listened to it recently. But... Oh, okay. Back in, back in the good old days when I was still on it. That's good. Thanks, Duncan. Mm. I appreciate the support. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're not gonna. We're not gonna do all of them. We're not gonna do all of them. I hope. No, we're not. We're not. We're not. We're not. Anyway, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that warned you last week yeah. to get snacks and drinks for this episode. So did. if you didn't prepare, you've only yourself to blame. True. I'm sorry. I told you. Mm. So on this week's episode, this week's jumbo episode, we're gonna talk about the following: the Conca said knock you out tournament. Toronto FC's preseason. Ooh, is that a new player? The start of the MLS season. Now with scab refs. This year's MLS kits. The good, the bad, the boring. The Women's Gold Cup starting tonight. Day of recording. Preview Canada's first two matches in the Gold Cup. Preview TFC's first match of the 2024 MLS season. And more. All with a special guest. Holy crap. Why? I mean, not the special I guest part, but know. why everything else? Just because it's all happening at the same fucking time and... Yep. We don't have time this week to record two episodes, basically, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So now to this week's panel. Super excited, as always, for a brand new MLS season. It's Duncan Fletcher. I am ready to go. Ready to go. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's pretty right. Question, questioning kit designers across North America. Welcome to Mark Hinckley. Why in the fuck do you guys do this to me every time, Adidas? I've already been through this. I know what you're capable of. That's fair. That That is a fair and solid critique, actually. <sighs> yeah. Yes. Uh, returning our collected cans and bottles so that we can afford new kits. I'm sorry. Nice. How much MLS? Fuck you. Yeah, Tony fuck won't you be joining us this evening. Uh, as is tradition, when we talk about WKRPFC, welcome to our very special guest, Mike Hudson. Woo! Insert, Woo! you know, lewd quip right here. Oh! Take that, Tony. Mike, you saucy boy. Uh, as for me, oh my God. Uh, yay, MLS, but yay, Women's Gold Cup. Woo! I am your host, Kristen Knowles. And now, let's get into this. Now to our show. All right, first up is what's been going on, and that is the not unexpected results of the C-Cubed adventures of Hamilton and Vancouver last week. Yeah, they lost. Mm. And um, credit to to Hamilton for... Yeah, sorry. (laughs) If you're not caught up by now, man, I can't help you. Um, 
I sent this rundown last late last night. You should have been reading these until three in the morning. Come on. Nobody um, reads these, Kristen. I'm well aware. But if I don't send them, all you will say is, well, what are we talking about? You didn't tell us we were talking about that. Where's the rundown? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I still want to know I'm about to get punched in the face so I can put a mouth guard in. So I do appreciate the rundown. <laughs> Because when you don't have that mouth guard in, my God. Anyway. I mean, it, it's um, nice to have an idea of what's coming, but are we supposed to click all those links? <laughs> not now. Not now. Save it for a short show, Duncan. Not now. That was not the one. Oh, you don't want to have to oh. this episode, Duncan. Duncan. Anyway, the the highlight of the Hamilton away match to Shivas um, was, of course, uh, Kivon Tavernier's goal. Um, Delightful when a youngster scores a goal, but also scores like a lovely goal. Oh, yeah. Away to like a massive club. Like what a what a moment to have for yourself as a player uh, uh, you know in that sort of tournament um like that's that was that was a very cool thing and it was a very nice goal um yeah. so uh marcus would you like to regale us with any particular insights um from your team's un- unusual exit early from this tournament and i mean that with no sarcasm at all i'm deadly serious oh uh, yeah uh, see like when Hamilton has been in a, a few of these continental tournaments and we don't normally run into Mexican sides super early, but when we run into Mexican sides super early, uh, we exit. That's just tradition. It's that's a small true. tradition, but that's what the, that's what the pattern tells me. So uh, again, they had a, a courageous performance. They were still yeah. at times outclassed, which was expected. They did not embarrass themselves, which was very important. They didn't em- bear supporters i was absolutely fucking thrilled that goal at the end i mean i thought it was so cute that they ran to get the ball to run it back to the center circle with about eight seconds left in regulation oh yeah like, like with intent too like yeah, it was like, like oh, yeah. oh come on boys let's go and i'm like Aw. we can still do this we can do this yeah. i feel i feel like they all know better that if they don't bobby is going to rip the fucking shit out of all of them even the ones who didn't play like why didn't you run the ball back it's like i was on the bench um so they just do it by default which is good but uh it was nice to see that and and to be fair if you haven't seen the goal they they didn't it wasn't like she was like fell asleep it was a it was a nice little screamer from just outside the 18 and it was low and just couldn't see it and it was yep. tucked away in the corner it was beautiful so um, full marks to that, but uh, again, it, they they played as well as they could. They uh, they had moments where Shiba's was controlling the pace and like controlling the pace in the sense that there were times where they would put full on pressure and then they would just back all the way off and it, like it was kind of confusing. I don't know if they were getting sick of being torrentially rained on or not. I don't know, but uh, it just felt like there were distinct times where like. You know, they look up at the clock. It's like 26 minute. Okay. So remember guys at the 28th is when we put the pressure on and then <laughs> 34, we stop. Like, it's just, yeah, very, it, it almost seemed prescribed, but it also didn't make any sense. But uh, yeah, they, 
again, a different class, different class of, uh, uh, of talent and depth that you should expect. Yes. So. And I do think, like you talk about, yeah, like coming up against a team like this, which, you know, like obviously Hamilton's managed to to gut out some, some you know, some pretty impressive performances in, in past tournaments, but they're not, they're not, they're just not at this level. And I don't think, honestly, and, and this isn't a knock against the Campiel, which, which I love and want to be successful and go on and do great things, but it's not at that level. And I don't think anyone outside of, yeah, you know, like whatever, a gutsy performance where obviously Shivas did not have to do too much you know they could coast a little bit um but you know to go out and still continue to play with some intensity and to and to get a couple goals to get a goal away like that's 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 a big deal that's a big deal so mm -hmm. um full marks to them for that and um you know this is a great preseason for them so you know just mm -hmm. yeah good couple of games to get for your preseason warm-up it's nice, nice to uh, pull in a big opponent for that. Lovely. Yep. Evaluate your players in in real yeah. game situations. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to see Hamilton in the regular season go like away to, um, away to Pacific, and like come away without a goal and be like, you went to Mexico and scored, but you you couldn't score in freaking Vancouver Mike, Island. Mike, you can set your watch that happening. I was going to say that will hundred percent happen. Oh, we're going we're gonna to go into Winnipeg and get absolutely slaughtered, hammered, five nil on Canada Day or something. Yeah. And then and then we're still going to win the fucking title because because tradition, you know, tradition. Um, but uh, yeah, that's 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 real. That's real. And then there was Vancouver. Oh, Vancouver! You had a bad night. <laughs> That was uninspiring is a way to put it. Um, like they just got their their clocks cleaned. Um, they toyed with them the first half, made them feel like they were in it. And then just second half was like, okay, um, you know, we got babysitters and uh, stuff to do and a season and stuff. Ah, yes, your little league is nice. And yes, you got it. You held us to a draw your tiny little island but um we want to go home and so then they just smoked them three nil it probably should have been more um yeah yeah again first half it was like oh there's hope no there's not no there isn't no 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 hope no hope for you um i don't know did and did anybody else watch any of that match just me i did not that's okay i didn't really expect did anyone not. to this it is the one that like happened her. on valentine's day right yes yeah, yeah no did not watch so are you into valentine's day and actually doing things for valentine's day that's cute i'm, I'm not well, we can get into that but i'm not I'm not allowed I'm a, I, <laughs> to, no, do, for real. To, to do valentine's day or to ignore valentine's day for real i'm absolved from valentine's day good completely that's mm. that's good i, yeah, and I mean like, that sincerely as like, someone who has occasionally been with somebody on valentine's day and been like please don't do this but by your priest no uh, yes because yes the, the atheists less. are noted for their 
yeah. asking to be absolved of made up commercial forced romance holidays. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's me. Yeah. The, the, I, I tested it very early in the relationship. We'll have you have everybody know <laughs> there's a test for that. Well, no, because like, it just seems like, you know, uh, don't do anything for Valentine's day. And she actually had a standing dinner date with her two girlfriends and they would go for nice. dinner and they go to the movies. And I'm like, uh, I'm, that, that, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not, I'm not. What movie did they go see this year? Uh, oh no. They, so, so, okay. Hey, let me, let me get through this. So, okay. Sorry. Um, so I'm like, I'm, that's fine. That's cool. I didn't, I didn't know, but she's like, don't do anything for Valentine's day. And I'm like, this could be a trap. Now she's never really set a trap for me before. So I thought this could be the first. Um, but I, 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 I sent her a little card with three movie passes for her and her friends. She got the card. She, yeah. She got the card. She called me up. She goes, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so girl. Um, that, if that, that is that, if that doesn't tell you how absolved I am from all of it, that should tell you everything. I did a, I did a, I did a nice thing for her and her friends and got shit for it. So <laughs> not that I, not that I was, you know, I just wanted to be like, oh, look, thoughtful boyfriend, you know, whatever still so yeah and now i'm thoughtful husband go figure oh and and uh uh they that was the last time they went <laughs> of course it was of course it was that's you funny. ruined it mark you ruined it uh, uh indirectly and not in that way so is so um <laughs> so, so the one friend the one friend um she um i guess did she, she was did now she the get... only single one um yeah i did kind of got like weepy so i don't know yeah that was, i didn't nobody saw that coming so anyway good times valentine's day <laughs> don't watch well, speaking, speaking of valentine's day you know who else played on valentine's day Go tfc on. in a preseason match against those sexy bastards from sexy sandy utah real salt lake damn it guess so, what the score was six to nine six to nine yes yes, yes mike <laughs> yes, Mike. Fucking children. Jesus Christ. Don't call I'm it sexy say... Sandy Utah and then ask us what the score is, Kristen. If you don't want the score, <laughs> to be six to nine. So sexy Sandy one. Utah. Uh, they it played was... a game on VD. <laughs> I hope it wasn't on VD. Um, you said it was. So... If you can't, okay, listen here. If you're not getting that innuendo, what are we going to do with you for the rest of the show? It's fine. Anyway, it was a one-all draw. So there you go. Well, they, they, they actually told us? That's nice. <laughs> I know. I know. You, we were allowed to know. Apparently, and, and, and I, got, I, got, I got some messages about this, uh, text messages, uh, about the fact that it was Columbus. It was Columbus all along who didn't want the results out, which makes absolutely no sense because they won, except for that they didn't win because it was like a stupid match in which they played a full fake match and then added on 30 minutes for fitness training and that's where the goals came from i don't really? know it was yes it was very complicated and stupid but um I do, welcome to I mls do want, people sorry i do want yes. to believe that the ref was blowing the whistle for or the fourth official was holding up the sign and it had a one on it and both <laughs> both managers went over no 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 put 30 <laughs> and they're like what just put 30 here here's 20 bucks for 30 and it's like like turns it 30 
and the ref on the in the middle of the field, no idea because they didn't bring the microphones because it's just preseason. Nobody's supposed to know this game existed. So he's just, yeah. he just puts I, the board down. He's like, Steve, did you really put one? <laughs> they gave us some money. It's fine. <laughs> 20, 20 bucks. That's a pretty good payday for a fourth official. Oh, Twenty nuggets on me. <laughs> so anyway, um. There's a uh, I, I what what I do like though about um some of the 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 recent TFC preseason match reports or whatever is like it's like this person this person this person this person trialist trialist and it like will literally say that it just says trialist looks like they don't have names I want do their kids say trialist on it please say their kids say trialist on it. I know they don't but I would love that so much it would literally fill my heart with joy either it said trialist or unnamed trialist or like UT or something or U trial. Like I, I want, I want there to be like, Oh, you get the orange penny. Remember when we had to wear pennies? Yeah. Um, yeah. Good times. Yeah. Wasn't that great? I, what um, I want them to do is they, they have to go back and pick the name of some previous TFC legend. <laughs> holy shit. It's Danny Kuberman. Yeah. Uh, whoever. You know, that, that, does that say Falinga? just to confuse the fuck out of anybody who's going to look at pictures on social media to see who's who's out there who, who is the trialist you know put is, out there anything, there. is there anything wrong with this Vanderweel shirt or <laughs> yeah I feel strangely un- unmotivated wearing this Freeman shirt yeah <laughs> <laughs> my, my uh feet they, my shoes feel like they're full of lead. Am I wearing the Bendix shirt again? Oh no, that's 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 been uh, that's been uh, UPS to Vancouver. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. All right. Um, that's just so yeah, mean. It, but the, that, but, yeah, but, but that's delivered by ground because you know feet are <laughs> lead. Um. So yeah, there's a couple. Who are these people again? Yeah. So Adam Perlman, who's apparently. Probably he's probably a baby red or he's a trialist or something. I don't know. He's off playing with uh, the U twenty side, um, and then who is this other person? Gonna call him Ron. Yeah, Ron sounds good. I yeah, I did yeah. not practice anybody's names. Um, but what is becoming sort of clear is that uh, Davy Flores is looking like you know starting eleven locked in kind of thing because he's they've featured. They're always like the, with the first group that's, you know, Bernie and uh, Io's been getting a lot of minutes. Um, third time's a charm, Io. Like, seriously. I believe in you. I so believe in you. Mm. <laughs> like, I, I, I get I'm one of the few, but I really do. I really want good things for you, young man. This is really. So please just just come on. You can do it. I believe in you. You can do it. Um, and they're trying to get Tyrese uh, Spicer um minutes they've been sort of like flipping him with uh jmr who also come on jaquille like we love you you need to progress i hope herdman has a position for you this year like that you only play one position and don't have to play three but i would yes what if that position's in nashville no no (laughs) or it's it's not in portland either Kristen. Yeah. <laughs> it's so obvious. Colorado. It probably is. It probably is. He's gonna be out. Yeah, you're you you called it. He'll be in Nashville by midseason. 
<laughs> well, Colorado anyway. is where former crew players go. Don't don't confuse it. Colorado <laughs> used to be uh, TFB South. Thank you very much. We had a pretty we had a pretty big t- pipeline there going for a couple seasons. Not that we long, really not, did. It was not impressive. That long ago. And coaches, human, there were some coaches too. <laughs> it was no, it was no, it's not. No, Nashville's the end of our human centipede. <laughs> well, yeah. no, oh, but don't forget, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. It's, yeah. You, would think, um, you would think our discards would actually should be worse than us, but apparently that's not how it works. That's not how that works, especially if you're a Canadian. Like, oh, you're shit. You go play here and start and win stuff. Exactly, and score goals and look amazing congratulations um anyway so the tfc preseason has gone perhaps better than expected um not a ton of signings because they have no money because it's all tied up in giant contracts Mm -hmm. um but uh, I did not send this because it was very long I knew nobody would have time to watch this but uh, I saw an interview with Insigne that you know what made me kind of like him a bit more than maybe I have in the last year or so um where he was pretty it's a it's with an Italian broadcaster it was pretty like yeah I know that it hasn't been good and I know I I haven't I haven't looked good and and I know that I need to you know perform better for the fans and and perform better for my teammates and and the people who invest a lot of money and time in me and well aware of all of these things but like being kind of humble about it i was like all right i'll take a humble insigne as long as he scores some fucking goals um i'll take a reckless sounds... <laughs> yeah seriously but it sounds uh, like he's got a decent relationship with herdman which quite frankly is key um he's like yeah yeah we talked while i was on my vacation and we we talk almost every day and blah 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 so like I, you know, considering, considering all the drama, um, this sounds at least somewhat positive. They're still going to probably suck, but we'll talk about that more later. Um, so Joe Bendick, Joe Bendick is now a white cap, but my favorite thing about this, my favorite thing about this signing is the, the, the title of the, of the article, which is Whitecaps FC sign experienced MLS goalkeeper Joe Bendick. And it's just no. the traffic cone Columbus career ever signed. Like I it's just it's just how it's phrased and and it kills me and I don't know why cuz he is an experienced MLS goalkeeper. He mm-hmm. is. Like that is factual, but the phrasing just makes me giggle and I don't know why. And he's played, he's been in in MLS for 12 years. 12 years. Which is like five years longer than he probably should have. And I don't mean that disrespectfully because like he he got a starting job because he would just happen to be the next contestant in line in the goalkeeping injury carousel. And (laughs) that is TFC, yes. Got a starting job for like two seasons out of it. So like, I mean, good for you. If that's how it works, that's how it works. And and if and if he gets to be a you know an experienced MLS goalkeeper, like holy shit, good for you for bud. another couple of years. Like, go for it, man. Like, keepers have long lives, but wow, it was just it just I was like experienced, not not trophy winning, not just experienced MLS goalkeeper. I just I don't so, know why it makes me laugh. It just does. 
White I got you that's... one more on that. Do you remember an FC Cincinnati player named Mathieu Deplania? No, but it sounds amazing. I love the name. He mm. is French. I don't know if you can tell. No. No. What? <laughs> the name no. He played for FC Cincinnati in 2020 and 20, or 2019 and 2020. Um, he's a right back. And a couple of years later, I want to say 2022, he got a job for a USL squad uh, to play. And the their things was like, has MLS experience until you realize that FC Cincinnati in 2019 had the worst defense in the history of the league. Oh, I remember that part of it. It was stunning how bad it was. It was like, oh, 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 no. Yeah, oh, God, like, no. Ah! Freaking Baldy scored. Oh, God, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, San Antonio FC in 2021, he got signed. I think it was a mid-season signing. Yeah. It's amazing. But anyway. But it just, anyway, it, like, good, like, good for him. Like, you know what? He's He's put together a decent he's become a decent mls journeyman right like he shows up plays for decent teams um you know gets gets you know starts he's not just a he's not the bench guy um and uh yeah like good good for him um please just don't make him do any drunk driving videos okay please no yeah, no that, no, that cross no eye is real Mm-hmm. Maybe, no maybe, maybe he's learned a little better how to read and look into <laughs> a, a camera at the same time, <laughs> or to memorize lines. I was gonna say, mean? just memorize these twelve words, Joe. Yeah. Just, it's... come on. I mean, he's he's an experienced MLS uh, reader. <laughs> now, yeah, an experienced <laughs> MLS teleprompter reader now, so he's got to have got better. You know. 189 MLS appearances since 2012. 2020 Supporter Shields winner of the Philadelphia Union has read a teleprompter up to 12 words. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a. I'm glad we got him. Experience, you say? Huh? And media. Fucking shit. All right. This is not coming up for me if I try and search whatever commercial this was. Being it was an no, in-stadium. No, this was an in-stadium you know, one of those things that the team records to encourage okay. fans to drink responsibly and stuff. Yeah. And Bendix Reed was always yeah. legendary. It was hilariously like awkward. So awkward. I, I feel like there was a there was at least one take where it's like, and remember, please don't drink in wine. Like just I needed yeah. that. Like it was so stilted and just wow. Like you can I can feel the media person in the background just being like Okay, Joe. Okay. Um, All right. Okay, take twelve, guys. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Can we get some snacks in here? You know, <laughs> there is a small part of me that wishes like Toronto FC would post on like a YouTube channel just everything they record for a year, kind of like uh, um, oh God, you know, like yes. seven years later, you know, like you know, the like that legal precedence where you can't be held accountable for. A crime of seven years of elapsed, kind of like that. Except it's all the media <laughs> shit that they did. Are you talking about the statute of limitations? That, that's the stat. Yes, I knew it was yeah, some it, form. It, of, it's way less than seven years for I, those I, well, crimes. I'm just. I'm assuming that it's on a napkin somewhere in one of the MLS rules. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. Just release them to the public. You know. 
That'd be that'd be fantastic. All those pep uh, talks that Greg Vanny probably gave and I would say somebody like got away with something that should have obviously been a penalty and like seven years later he goes up to Darn Garber is like, Yeah, I really fouled him. You can't do anything about it. <laughs> that I like hilarious. that it's going Actually. all the way to Don Garber for this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> and that's the best like, part. Yeah, it's just sending a DM to the, whoever the referee was that day. No, no, I'm gonna go to Don Garber. <laughs> no. I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell soccer daddy on you. Yeah. <laughs> soccer daddy. <laughs> he's more he's more like soccer grandpa at this point. <laughs> soccer grampy um oh man <laughs> that just makes it worse somehow yeah it's true <laughs> go back to soccer daddy step uncle don there we go Ooh. oh no no well that's why nobody wants to talk to him yeah that's true oh god anyways congratulations uh joe for continuing your career no seriously like keep it going man Let's move on to what we're talking about because, oh my gosh, there's so much to talk about. Um, with the MLS season upon us, uh, it starts tomorrow, day after recording. Yeah, no one cares. Let's just move on to the kids. <laughs> um, no, we're going to talk about the refs oh. because. Yeah, okay, the, sure. Yep, okay. For the yep. first time in a decade. Um, there's been a there's the, the the refs will be the refs are being locked out the refs have been locked out in fact um because well mls uh, like the word is suck. picketing but you know what if uh, well but they they log they no, no no they they are picketing but they didn't go on strike they were locked out there is a difference there is a difference if you're part of a union you're part of a labor movement there is a difference between going on strike and being locked out. You pick it being locked out. You protest being locked out. And you protest the shitty bargaining agreement that people try to slide past you thinking that, oh, you fucking need these jobs. Fuck you. So, but here, we're going to do MLS's statement first. Then we're going to talk about pro statement. And then we're going to get into it for a few minutes or half an hour. Who knows? It's us. Um, statement from Major League Soccer. Earlier this week. Representatives of the Professional Referee Organization, PRO, and Professional Soccer Referees Association, PSRA, reached a landmark collective bargaining agreement that included the largest compensation increase in pro referee CBA history, representing so a 25%. Wow. I know, a wow. 25% overall increase over 2023 when comparing salaries, game fees, benefits, plus the addition of business class travel. Holy More shit. on that later. For certain matches, underline the star how, and circle how, the how, fuck out of that. How do you the agreement to be would have made? I want to be a riff. This sounds amazing. I know. We're just going to refer to that as the C word members. for the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> the agreement would have made pro members among the highest paid soccer match officials in the world. Now, I cannot believe I managed to read that and not laugh because. Jesus fucking Christ, you liars. Uh, despite having an agreement with the PSRA's elected leadership, this morning PSRA's membership, because it's about the members, uh, which consists of match officials, voted down the CBA. Pro is informed MLS that is indeed locking out, indeed locking out the match officials. Anyway, they're walking. They're on strike. They're not playing. They're refusing to ref. Um, 
So that was MLS's side. Oh, look how generous and magnanimous and awesome and wonderful we are. And we're giving you all this money. And why don't you like us? We're trying. We're trying so hard. Um, oh. However, there's a, there's another side to this story. Um, and that is, oh, God's. So like the, the, the compensation side of it. Oh God, this is, this is not the threat I wanted it to be. I need Jonathan Tannenwald's tweets. Um, like they make like $30,000. They make almost nothing per game. The business class offer was literally for like two matches kind of thing. Um, most of the refs, like the refs don't live there's not there's not a pool of refs in every city. And I don't think people necessarily realize this. They have a territory. They're like traveling salesmen. They literally are like, you have the Western division. You have this, these five states. And you have to fly around. And you have to be fitter than every player in the league because you got to run around them all day. 97.8% um, um, of the eligible members voted. Um and the outcome of the vote was 95.8% no. Okay, so Ted Uncle was yes. Who else? <laughs> uh, whoever, who's the, who's the scab guy who's, who's coming back? Um, it's unreal how... It's actually not unreal. It's actually completely not surprising at all how, um, how they're spinning it. And... It's, you know, it's MLS is a bunch of millionaires, billionaires, right? Like that's, this is, this is not to be unexpected by them. Um, but there's so little, like the, I, I don't know. It's, it's a frustrating thing when, um, it's so obvious that they are not the highest paid officials in the world. <laughs> Like you literally, like it takes, it takes almost no time to find out, you know, that any other major league pays their officials far more. And those officials have far wow. less travel involved in their jobs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What? Um, I know. That's wild. Um, so yeah, it's 20, yeah, 2014. That was the, yeah, it's been a decade. And we, and we talk about this and we joke about it because the replacement refs were actually pretty good. Um, the Greek refs, here's to the Greek refs. Um, but labor issues are real and um, I don't know. It's uh it's a sucky thing to think that once again, after players have fought, a lot over the last decade plus and we've talked about that many times um about compensation packages about minimum pay about travel um and all of those things it's uh it's frustrating that in a league a league that purports itself to want to be you know one of the top 10 leagues in the world and expands at the blink of a hat and has ever skyrocketing franchise fees like insane amounts of money insane mm -hmm. amounts of money 
refuses to play to pay people who we don't many of us don't like for various reasons one because we're sports fans two because some of them aren't very good at their jobs but then you start to think well maybe they're not very good at their jobs because they've had to fly economy um and ref however many games in a row i don't know and maybe it's just because i'm getting older and less likely to want to shit on everybody but um anyway it's a i'm yeah i i i was sort of i'm sort of i don't know where i am in all of this i i'm not even sure if i'm gonna go to the first tfc match if they're still on strike gentlemen i'm quite i mean offended is so obvious um the one thing that I'm always amused with when there's these labor disputes is the blatant amount of spin that the employer naturally takes to justify and not only justify, but glorify how generous they are by somehow I don't want to say fudging the numbers, but just omitting the data. And what's particularly funny is like, I realize that this is, this is some kind of like court of public opinion. Like, Oh, I can't believe that the refs are turning down a 25% increase to make them some of the most well-paid refs in the world. I'm like, so they don't tell you what, what the measure and who they're measuring against when it comes to the best well, most well-paid refs in the world. I suppose next to like the refs in say, I don't know, the Estonian league. Yeah. They are probably some of the best paid refs in the world, but a quick, a very, very quick search on, on Mr. Google uh, will tell you very quickly that um, the lowest paid of the top five make $125,000 a year, a year U.S., and somehow in Estonia? Up, what's that in Estonia? No, no, no. You found no. that data that quickly. I wish that was posted. They probably get, they probably get pretzel money. Um, no, but like the, and it's of the top, the one that I found was top five, uh, highest paid refs by league. And the fifth place one is the English Premier League and they make 125,000, dollars us a year that's i think i don't know if that was the minimum but but i'm assuming that was the minimum they didn't say like median or anything like that so i guess if you if you're going to use if if the way you're going to skew the data is if you take 100 200 leagues around the world and go well you're making thirty five thousand. that puts you in the top 20 percentile yeah i guess that's true but you want these guys to be fully professional referees and yet they're depending on where they're living and what their, what area their, their cachet is in that they have to administer over um, that's poverty line wages. Right. And it's not like they're just working on Saturday. Well, there's a, the travel involved, but they have to study 
right? You know, they have to say, well, this player is likely to do this. This player is likely to do this. Uh, mm-hmm. Look out for when this coach does this. They have to study up and they have to review their own tape. They have to go before the tribunal when something mm-hmm. big happens, like every red card gets reviewed and shit like that. Like, it's yeah. not like they're just, you know, heading down to the park on Saturday to do their yeah. job. They blow the they blow the whistle and they're immediately going to get trashed for the next four days. No. Yeah. Like they're also, tra- again, as, as you said, Kristen, they are trained athletes. As much as we like to diminish them just running up and down a sideline, they're still running and it's up and down a sideline. Mm-hmm. And then they're expected to be experts of what's happening, you know, half a pitch distance away from them because, you know, linesmen can't run the whole length of the fucking pitch because of rules reasons. So to me, the whole, the whole notion that, that, you know, again, it's that you should be grateful. It's like you guys just you guys are willing to bend the rules just so you can have Messi and his buddies show up on one team. But yep. this is a problem. You're you're trying to tell me that this league is full of integrity, yet the refs make a couple extra bucks more. And by a couple, I mean significantly more, but it's still not that much. That's a problem. Yeah. So here's something interesting. Um, so I just want to insert this into the convo. Um, Jeremiah Ocean from who was from um, our former overlords um, through Waking the Red. Um, wonderful guy out on the West Coast. Uh, was talking. Got off the phone with a PSRA official. Uh, clarified some things. One, refs working for pro in other leagues like NWSL and USL have a no picket line crossing clause, so they won't be asked to work MLS games. They are not calling for a fan boycott. So, Kristen, if you want to, go ahead and go to the match. Uh, or solidarity strikes. Um, but so the refs that they're calling in, uh, former refs who are, you know, also jumping in on this, um, are refs that were working MLS games mostly in lower minor leagues or even college. Um, most will have never worked first division soccer or even truly professional games. Um, also explained that there are only about 30 pro refs who are truly full-time, but even the ARs have to fly around the country for games. Again, they have territories. They're not, there's not a, there's not a crew in Toronto. This is, these are the Toronto refs. There's not like, you know, New York, New Jersey. These are the, these are the, these are the New York quote unquote refs sort of thing that doesn't happen. Um, so they often have to fly around on short notice, you know, and during the week, like last minute, get on a plane, off you go. And if it's not your full-time job, you've got to balance that with something else. So anyway, just, just, sorry, I wanted to throw that in there. Cause I was trying to find some more info. Mm-hmm. That's uh, yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued to where they're going to come from. I would just get refs from other sports, you know, get wrestling. <laughs> referees. Oh my God. Yes. So good. No, get get, get football refs. Like what are the CFL What are the CFL refs doing right now? Come on. Yeah, yeah. Bill's got it in. We can get that happening right now. Exactly. Like no mm. problem. Oh my god, NBA refs. What's Dick? Can we can we get can we get some NBA refs? That would be hilarious. No, no. Hang on. I want to explore this wrestling ref because I think that's really funny. <laughs> yeah. um, uh-huh. You know, you know. Well, while. <laughs> While Jonathan Osorio is talking to the ref behind the ref is, is when is when uh, 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 
Bernadeschi just two foot somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and imagine, imagine the fun Luis Suarez could have with this. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Oh, the other God. refs let me bite players. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, we need Tim Donahue, famous <laughs> NBA ref for throwing games. <laughs> Perfect. I'm sure you I'm sure he's probably like the liaison between MLS and the refs now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> TF, T, TFC have money. We we've all established this. Mm-hmm. I mean, a way to spend it to get results. We, there we, we go. Be, we could be fucking top of the league by the time the real refs come back. Oh my yes. god! <laughs> we get all the points right at the front of the season. They settle it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't win another game, but still finishes eighth. I mean, just there we go. There's an away playoff game. Yeah, this is this is much more efficient. Just straight up money for points. Don't bother spending it on players that you hope will play well to get your points. <laughs> no, just straight up money for points. Yeah, yes. Montreal finish or sorry, uh, Miami finishes first. We finish second. Sure, <laughs> that's the you know. Unless of course we coordinate it so that they finish just low enough that they have to go play in big stadiums in big cities. That way, yeah, we can get gate. So mm. um, anyway, so um, if if the previous the previous lockout walkout a decade ago is any indication, um, this will last for about a month. Because I think that's about how long it lasted the last time. Because we did see several matches with replacement refs. Um, but fucking pay them. Jesus mm. Christ, you greedy motherfucking assholes. Cheap sons of bitches. What she said. Seriously. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Oh God, what's next? Okay, though, this is an easy one. Okay, we're easing into the longer topics. That wasn't that wasn't long. Um, just a very quick, apparently, apparently, uh maybe, maybe a little love was in the air on Valentine's Day, because it looks like maybe CSB and Media Pro may be reconciling. I don't know. Um, Media Pro, the Spanish media giants and owners of one soccer operated by their Canadian division, have agreed to continue producing and broadcasting CPL matches through the coming season after extensive talks with Canada Soccer Business. Man, how much wine did you buy? Cool. Um, while MediaPro will continue to operate one soccer, the streaming services assets will be transferred to CSB, which will own the brand moving forward. What? Um, <laughs> hey. Interesting, interesting. I should have read this fully before we started recording. That's fun to discover live, live-ish. Um, they are still looking at other options to broadcast. Uh, they were looking at other options. They looked at Dome Productions, which is one of the ones we talked about. Um, Media Pro will continue to produce all the CPL match broadcasts for this year. And uh, looks like... They still are unable to confirm whether they're going to continue coverage of the Canadian national teams, except that they are showing the gold cuff, gold, gold cuff, the gold cup mm. and the CCC. Can't go wrong with the gold cuff. No, who could? That um, sounds kinky. Well, that is, it is our show. Um, so that is something, but again, you have to remember 
Um, the men's team have a bunch of tournaments coming up, um, potentially, depending on how they do. Uh, there's the Olympics. There's the She Believes Cup. So at least for now, for the next month, basically, you can watch Canadian teams in the CCC and you can watch the XNT in the Gold Cup um, on One Soccer slash Fubo. So that is uh, that is the news of that. That is the updated news of that. Um, exciting stuff. Okay. TFC signed a new player. Go on. I'm so serious about this. A defender, even. A center defender. How old is Does he? his name start with T? It does not. Sorry. Right. Then my sources uh, lied to me. He's 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 33. Oh, good. <laughs> good. Uh, so it's a long-term age. solution, I see. <laughs> the next the next Stephen Caldwell. But let's let's be optimistic here. This could work um, out. Quality from yeah. from I... from, uh, from Birmingham City FC. Uh, Kevin Uh-oh. Long. I love his name. I love that. There's a, we have a CB whose last name is Long. It just delights me. Um, also, and this is this is actually uh, my favorite thing mm. um, is that he's Irish, and so is Shane O'Neill. And so we can have an Irish center back pairing. And I don't know why it delights me, but it fucking does. Uh, Long and O'Neill. Do we know, do we know what kinds of Irish people these are? Protestant versus Catholic kind of. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know where Shane O'Neill is from. Um, Kevin Long is from Cork. He's, uh, he's played for the Republic of Ireland national team. Um, Shane O'Neill born in Middleton, Ireland. Sure. It doesn't have the word North in it, so I assume he's Catholic. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my God, please let them fight on the touchline. No. Um, (laughs) A couple of Irish people out there, they could get into a fight. It's it's very plausible. Well, isn't... Oh, wait. Aren't TFC doing like a... Bringing back the Heritage Nights? Aren't they doing an Irish Heritage Night? Yes, they are. Oh my Christ. How about that? My personal favorite. My personal favorite was they I, had Sean Johnson they, in the they ad. Had, they had Sean Johnson, the most <laughs> Irish name out of all the Irish players we had. Not Irish player. As the guy I... on the front of the ad, and and you know what? I genuinely like. Do they listen to our show? To, like seriously, to, they yeah, must. TFC comes. You're welcome. You're welcome, and thank yeah. you. Uh-huh. Honestly, that was that. I know, and we know. You know. And we know you know we know. So pro move. Pro ass move. Mm-hmm. Well mm-hmm. done. If you happen to have that video of Joe Bendick <laughs> doing the PSA, if you could just send it to one of us, we'll never tell anybody where we got it. <laughs> just because I, I, I know you guys listen. We know yeah. for sure. We know for sure that you do. Sean Pride of Ireland. I imagine they would have every single player read out the entire like one minute message, and then they just pick each player's best five or ten seconds, <laughs> like the montage. Oh my so, god! Hey, that was Joe Bendix's best five or ten seconds. Mm. <laughs> yes, give us the whole video, please. Yeah, good point. Yeah, uh, we'll make the supercut. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll make it look like we filmed it from the from the like from our seats on the screen. So like it just. I'll do what I can. It'll look it'll look nearly authentic. 
Like, like he'll stutter and we'll like flip it to negative. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. That's mm. when it went all went wrong. <laughs> Is he drunk while he's doing a don't drink and drive out of it? What's happening? We it really did. Have. Seem oh, that's that easy. Way. All you got to do is slow down the video to about seventy-five percent. Everybody looks and sounds drunk. If you've been drinking, please don't drive. Yeah. Okay. No, it's more no, like please don't. It's got to have that. That weird there echo we marble <laughs> when you stretch it out. Yeah, that's got that's how you know it's digital. I don't know if you guys could hear, but I was like actually snapping to uh, you know, get the beat. <laughs> Make sure that I was coming in on the right on drive uh, on the right. Anyway, with regards to uh this the the new player, Mr. Kevin Long, um I have what I what I thought was actually what I thought was kind of interesting was on either I don't know if it was on Twitter or where I was one of the one of the places I was looking at, you know, the announcement or whatever. The comments from fans from from Birmingham were all positive. Like, yeah, good guy, good player. Like, congratulations. Like, you're getting a good one sort of thing. It wasn't like, ha, good riddance, which we often see when yeah. TFC are signing players from other places. Um, like, it seemed overwhelmingly supportive. So take that with whatever, a, a bag of salt, but just, you know, it was nice to sort of see supportive comments for, you know, not a, not a star player, an older player, whatever. It doesn't matter. It was just different. It was a nice vibe. It was a nice vibe. So yeah, but a new player. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and potentially signing some kid from Sao Paulo, but that has not yeah. been yet. So it was like 19 year old Brazilian. That's very yeah. exciting. Yeah. yeah. Is he missing a foot? Not that I'm, you know, people missing. <laughs> That's not what that was about. Mm. But I feel like we've 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 already done that with a with a with a certain Barney Rubble looking fellow Venezuelan, and that turned out great. But this one's mm. a defender, and he's nineteen. Yeah. Jeez. I know. <laughs> I'm, my my mind has been blown just now. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> Uh, we don't sign defenders unless they're at least 30 years old exactly. <laughs> or three reconstructive knee surgeries. One of the other. There you go. One of the other. Okay. Um, before we dive into this next bit, uh, does anyone need a drink? Does anyone need a new snack? Does anyone need <laughs> the facilities? A nap. Are you asking <laughs> the audience? Um, no, I'm asking you, you three lovely gentlemen. <laughs> am I am I keeping this in the show? Because I will. I don't care. Oh, oh no, I think you should. Yes, yes, please okay, do. Just checking. Um, the audience can pause, but uh, the yeah. scenes. <laughs> that you say? Pause. I mean, I might yeah. as well go and get a new drink. Mm-hmm. That's that's fair. Is that like rewind. That's fair. Yeah, actually, I'm gonna go re- replan my drink as well. All right, back in two. Hey everyone, Mark here with the producer hat. In the spirit of not driving you all insane with our kit discussions, and in effort to keep your episodes to a reasonable length for us, you know, meaning between over an hour but less than two, we extracted this segment from the podcast. I know, 
so thoughtful, right? So the kit episode will be released shortly after this, possibly simultaneously, labeled episode 482B. So apologies for all the possible references to the kit part, but it was decided after recording. So we're going to fast forward to the last segment of the show. What's coming up? Um, so CCC, the C-Cubed, um, as we mentioned, uh, Calgary now begins its journey. Um, their first ever foray into the wild world of CONCACAF starts. Where do you expect? In Victoria. <laughs> They're so angry about it. Um, hmm. playing, yeah. Playing storied CONCACAF side. Hold on, let me check my notes. Orlando. Ooh. Well, someone had to get MLS opposition, and it was Calgary. Um, it just makes me laugh. I'm like, yeah, welcome to CONCACAF. And you get Orlando in Victoria. Like, it's just... It's another silver medal for Calgary, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, so, predictions? Oh, man. We're not going to get too deep into this. We're yeah. not big fans of Calgary, and we don't care about Orlando. So, um, Orlando five nil, score or, five nil Orlando. Like Orlando's no, going to no, win this, no, right? No. Bear, Bear Junior with a with a hat trick. Or Bear. so. Bear. Uh, Orlando scores one in maybe like the twenty first minute, and then holds on to that uh, for the entire time, and then scores in like the seventy eighth uh, on accident. This is very specific. <laughs> Also, That's way more so plausible. specific. What do you know? I was, I was going for cruelty. <laughs> <laughs> well, like yeah. I mean, it, it, you guys have watched Orlando play, right? I mean, they didn't hire a new manager. They didn't change anything from the off season. They're extremely defensive. Um, they don't really get out except on the counter, and that's only when they feel like it. So, and they they play uh, dark arts extremely well it's just an awful day when orlando is in uh, on the other side of the pitch yeah no how, who you how, are. how did orlando qualify for this whole conk gaff uh they thing? got second in the league in the supporter shield were yeah. they really yes huh. yeah it went oh yeah they had, a, they, had a, they had a good year last year cincinnati orlando columbus and then i think a fourth one maybe philadelphia and then was the first western conference team in fifth overall in the entire in the in the shield cincinnati and orlando that i know this does not uh, make sense at all to people who stopped paying attention to mls like three or four years ago that'd be me but anyway well done orlando yes. well done orlando um i'm going three one orlando tonight i'll go tonight, four right? orlando just nice. push them at home and then uh, they'll like coast to like a, a one nil nothing win at uh, in Orlando and uh, yeah four nil just freaking crush them go out there because then because then because then they'll have oh god but if they oh if they lose when they lose when they lose they'll just have the narrative that well they're not playing in their home stadium. And they can hang on to that. Oh, that's all oh, we're gonna yeah. hear all season. It's gonna be awesome. I, guys, I actually mean that. I'm guys, weirdly excited by this. Calgary tears are some of the most delicious, nutritious tears you will ever drink from. <laughs> I have I have some exposure to it. 
It's fantastic. You put it on everything. It's the best. <laughs> it's just the purest, purest mm, flavor additive. Uh, the best way you but, can do that is to fuck them over. <laughs> but they, their, their tears are going to turn into anger, and their anger will fuel them. And that's that's what's going to make them better. And oh yeah, like that. I, yeah. yeah, it's it's practically a it's practically a food additive industry right there. You just keep screwing them over. It's fantastic. Uh, Find some uh, new thing to screw them over i can't wait to find out how they're going to do it this year it's gonna be amazing they're not the one that has the uh the the manager that keeps getting second in manager of the year right no that's the one that keeps winning uh, okay <laughs> no, no the, he's the, the one that, he's the one that keeps Mark's winning team. the manager of the year oh. yeah. <laughs> love it i also don't know how that guy it's- hasn't got a shampoo commercial yet Seriously, those are luscious locks. He okay. is the he is the beautiful most hair. stylish, beautiful hair. Like, beautiful hair dresses. Oh, impeccable! I would, I would, I would absolutely get a bottle of whatever shampoo he is endorsing. Just one, just to see if I like it. And I don't have a lot of hair, so <laughs> it's a losing battle. But I'll I'll support it anyway. Um. So yeah. So we we all agree that. Orlando is going to just destroy Calgary um, tonight. And then even probably, probably, you know, it'll be like, it'll probably cruise to like, we'll, we'll, we'll probably have a quick touch on it next week. They'll probably cruise to like cruise. I say they'll probably languidly do like a one nil in Orlando next week, just because they can sort of thing, you know, they'll just casually toy with them. Um, Moving on to more things happening tonight. Uh, The women's gold cup starts tonight. Yes, it does. It's very Ooh. exciting. In fact, it's happening Ooh. right now. The first match has already kicked off. Why? Um, Why Mexico are we versus about kids? We should be watching. Argentina. Uh, this match, I could not actually find. Well, I couldn't find this one on Fubo, but the Yanks hosting Dominican Republic is on One Soccer Fubo, whatever, later on uh, this evening. Um, so, but this is this is fantastic. So, Please, 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 if you're able to watch this, please watch this because this is amazing. This tournament is finally happening. It's about fucking time. Um, we've needed this for ages. Um, and it should be some excellent football. Um, the XNT has their first match on Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time um, versus has now been confirmed after the play in match uh, El Salvador. Um, mm. it's very exciting. And um, playing the El Salvadoran El women is way different than playing the El Salvadoran men. Mm. Well, should El Salvador's like the women's team not be called La Salvador, La Salvadora? Interesting. Well, if if Jesus becomes female for the night, then yes, they would be. It'd be La Salvadora. <laughs> Let's not rule it out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the XNT have never played uh, El Salvador um, who are currently ranked 104th in the world Canada is ranked 10th Um, the other two teams in Canada's group are Paraguay and Costa Rica Canada should cruise through this group Mm. 
Agreed. Cruise through this group. So they play Thursday night at nine. They play on Sunday at um, 5 p.m. And then next Wednesday at 6 p.m. All times Eastern Standard. Um, Winners and the runners up in each group plus the two best third place finishers, you know, pretty standard stuff, advanced to the knockout stage. Um, So the, um, the groups, uh, group A, which is kicking off tonight, uh, US, Mexico, Argentina, Dominican Republic, group B, Brazil, Panama, Colombia, Puerto Rico, and then group C, Canada, Costa Rica, Paraguay, and El Salvador. Um, So this is, not only is this just exciting that this tournament is finally happening, um, but that it's um, it's a great, unlike the She Believes Cup, which I, again, if they had not changed the format, I would be more supportive of the She Believes Cup, but the new format is fucking stupid and makes me angry. Um, but this is this is good, good preparation for the Olympics. You know, this 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 gives multiple matches for one thing, lots of matches, in fact, um, against potentially once you advance. Um, I'm sorry, people in Canada's group. But anyway, Canada used to be where you are now. Rise up. You will because women's soccer is getting better all across the world. Um, But they should play some really good uh, opponents. But any matches are good, especially um, with trying to figure out what's happening with the squad. Um, But yeah. It's it's very exciting. And all of these matches are on One Soccer or Fubo, however you consume your One Soccer content. Um, so that will be, you'll be able to watch all the Canadian matches and some of the other matches. Doesn't look like all of the 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 women's gold cup is is available, but at least through that means, I'm sure it's available through other means. Um but you should be able to watch a goodly amount of this. And because it's a CONCACAF tournament, most of the kickoff times are GTA, since a lot of our listeners are from this area, uh, friendly. Just saying. Uh, GTA, you mean you can um, kill a hooker and get your money back? Yes, you can. Uh-huh. <sighs> I hate and you, you can, And you can drive a car off a bridge and into a helicopter. all right so let's do um oh actually sorry there is one other piece of news with the uh the xnt um sydney collins uh young up-and-coming player for canada fractured her ankle and yeah this like just happened um so she's um uh been replaced uh like and it was at training too like mm. Mm. yeah so she's now gonna obviously miss the entire tournament she's gonna she plays for the courage social she's going back to work start rehab obviously because she's again she's worked her way back into the squad after not being on the world cup um and she had uh she played really well in the uh qualifier against jamaica in september um Anyway, so uh, Bianca St. George is taking her place, So, um, which is a great replacement. Uh, we like Bianca, good player, good defender, um, but really sad to see Sydney Collins uh, miss out this way. And yeah, so just it was just announced a little while ago. So a ah, little sadness. Um, 
but let's do some score predictions for Canada's first two matches. Um, so Thursday night versus El Salvador and Sunday night versus Paraguay. 3-0 and 1-0. Uh-oh. To Canada. I mean, we will six. dominate the games without scoring. Uh, I think El Salvador, you score at least five. Yeah, ideally, yeah, but it's Canada. I, I don't think we're that good scoring wise. Um, what was the other one? Paraguay, Paraguay on Sunday. I'm gonna go for nothing on that one. I'll go. Uh, let's see. I'll say three nil. Can over El Salvador, and I'll say uh, two nil over Paraguay. Three nil over El Salvador. I'm going to say two one over Paraguay. I don't know why, but I'm feeling I'm feeling feeling they're going to just generous. like yeah, a little generous. I feel like they might just maybe relax a little bit, and then and well, then we'll just we'll discuss the Costa Rica match um, next week. But yeah, I again. There's 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 no reason why they don't advance easily. They should win this group and advance easily out of this group. Um, it's just it will be that will be a failure of moment, monumental proportions if they do not. Um, and then people can call for Bev's head or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's that's just what should happen. All right, the last thing on tonight's show, um, and that is. Uh, the home opener for WKRPFC taking on their rivals in the Trillium Cup, but not really at all. Um, TFC this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Ooh. Ooh. A match I'm going to miss because I'm going to be at work. <laughs> are you? But oh, are you ouch. actually missing it? That's just no, not at all. Exactly. I'm like, I'm like, oh, so so I sad. I, I don't, I don't like my, I don't like my seasons to start this sad this early. I kind of like them to at least get to April. But yeah, here we are. It's so weird that it's February and MLS is starting. Yes. Tomorrow. Yes, it is. And just yeah, you know, because we got to take a whole month off for our stupid tournament. Anyway, la 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 la. la. Um. Uh, WKRP has owned Toronto for the last two years. Um, Who hasn't? <laughs> well, that's that's a very good point, Marcus. That's just I'm just. It's like it's not exclusive. No offense, it's not an exclusive. It's no, it's not, it's not, there, you know what? There's no membership fee for this yeah. club. Um, all are welcome here. You just, yeah, you just got to knock, and they hand that to anyone. <laughs> I mean, I remember one where um, someone got a red card in like the second minute and it was just all over. And even though Cincinnati were not particularly good that year, they still won that game. That was 2021, if I recall correctly. Wow. Good times. Sounds vaguely familiar and horrifying, the mm -hmm. usual. Um, so, yeah, this is uh, the new, the, you know, FCC coming off pretty fucking good year. Um, and Toronto coming off yet another horrible year. Um, new coach, new coaching staff, new attitude, new threads, whole ball of wax. Well, everybody gets new threads. Um, 
but seemingly a happier, shinier place coming out of preseason um, based on shiny social media posts and stuff. But again, here's hoping. Um, see what the Herbman effect is like when he has to do this day in, day out. And that that is the big question with this whole thing. If he can get buy-in from his leadership group that includes the the unhappy Italians who seem to be happier, allegedly, um, new captain in Jonathan Osorio, and whether the the Herman's ability to manage, you know, a variety of personalities and uh um passions i guess depending on how, how you want to put that um whether that can be translated to a club situation because this is the first time he's done that so while he's an experienced coach he's a newbie coach in this situation and it's very interesting um but then again he's also got more resources than he's ever had his hands on before um so yeah this will be from from a tfc side this is going to be to me it should be a fascinating season um but First game on the road against, again, a club who was very, just, you know, had a good time. Um, Mike, what do you want to tell us about your club? So this is not the same FC Cincinnati as last year. We, uh, It's not. No, it is not. Is it worse? Um, I don't see how it could be, but. Damn it. Um, <laughs> so. Cincinnati lost a big name from all three of its lines. So at the front, we lost Brandon Vazquez, who has been killing it at Monterrey, should make a trip back to Cincinnati in uh, uh, Mama Said Conk You Out. And uh, lost Junior Moreno to retirement, lost a whole bunch of people on the back line, but most importantly, um, Yersin Mosquera, uh, the Colombian went back to uh, England to his club Wolves. Um, incoming, we got Miles Robinson, huge get. Um, we got Baird, uh, Corey Baird from Houston. And in the midfield, we have um, a new guy named Pavel Buka. And then the fun part is um, Normally, I don't get to talk about like preseason FC Cincinnati stuff with you guys because their games are never this early in the season. But there is a guy, uh, Luca Orellano, who uh, is Argentinian. He has been with the club uh, under the title trialist uh, because the paperwork's not all done. They they weren't able to list his name in lineups and on Twitter and all that stuff. Um, but trialists scored in a game in the 69th minute so we have screenshots of trialist 69 trialist 69 um, <laughs> on uh on twitter i'm um, so jealous of you right now <laughs> seriously like, aside from the fact that you got trialist 69 but also you know who the fuck it belongs to yeah yeah <laughs> we have actually a really really good set of insiders um, between the, the guy who works for the Cincinnati Enquirer, the paper, and a couple of people that just do it privately and somehow get all of this information um, without having a, a paper to write for. Um, so a lot of this stuff is not a secret for long versus some other places um need to rely on the, the the people that are paid to do it um and so 
a little bit lost in that was that we had one game named guy named Pavel Buka and another guy named Luca Oriano. So if you would be uh, ex- excused if we th- you thought we had a player named Luca Buka. Anyway, <laughs> spectacular. <laughs> so Buka's a midfielder. He's going to step in for uh Junior Moreno. He is from a um an Eastern European country. I cannot remember which one. And then Luca Arellano, I already talked about him. He is a uh, back, uh, an outside back. And he's going to probably slot in at left back because we are also losing uh, Alvaro Barreal. New news today. It may be old news by the time you listen to this. If you're anything like me, uh, it may be Friday when you listen to this. Um, the uh, Alvaro Barreal is probably going to Brazil on loan. Oh, really? So that Cincinnati can open up a uh, a, a spot to bring in some guy. Uh... Uh, we don't know who exactly which guy that is. Maybe that's why Oriano uh, hasn't been made official yet. We don't know. Um, but so that's the 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 changes. I think that Cincinnati is going to be better defensively this year. Um. A, last year, they were pretty good defensively uh, up through around May, maybe into June. And then just they, they were still good, but just not as good. Um, and I think that Cincinnati eventually is going to be better offensively than last year. But it won't start out immediate um, because uh, Corey Baird um, needs time to gel with everybody. And we don't have uh, Alvaro Barreal, who... Um, was reigning MVP Lucho uh, Costa's best friend. Aww. Why don't you have Barriel? Because he's going to Brazil. Did, did oh he God, you just said fall that. out? <laughs> no, like uh, the, this, uh, there's a tweet today from uh, the guy who works for the Inquirer. He said that uh, um, it was clear that Alvaro Barrael did not want to play in Cincinnati any longer, which we got him in 2020, if I recall correctly, towards the end of that that season. Um, it's a so long time to spend in Cincinnati. He, he, he's been here for quite some time. We got him as a youth player, and he wants to go off and uh, make his mark in, in a bigger market. Um, uh, the, That's reasonable. The, the Brazilian club he's going to, I don't think they're in the top flight. Um, but he maybe he perceives his himself as that having a bigger eye on him um, uh, to get to Europe, which that's what he really wants. That's why that's what everyone wants. So that's uh, that's about all I got to say about Cincinnati as far as last year to this year. Haven't seen him play yet this year. We just get little clips from right. Twitter. Yeah. All right. Well then, gentlemen, you know what time it is. It's time to do some players to watch. Um, are we all just going to pick Nick Hagland? No, I'm just kidding. He's I'm going to pick Luke. I'm going to pick Luca Buka. Oh <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go to a bar and order a Luca Buka. Seriously, <laughs> can I get that on the rocks? Hell yeah. Um, um, I'm. I'm going to. I'm going to. Acosta. Where? Now, I was going to say Acosta, but I'm going to go uh, with uh, Bupenza. Oh. Aaron Bupenza. It's a great uh, name. Yeah. Um, look out for him if he's got the ball on his left foot. 
if he's got the ball on his right foot, he ain't shit because he's just going to move it to his left foot, and it's very predictable. <laughs> so, like Bernadeski. <laughs> Does he does he go? Everybody stop! And then he just rolls it over. And then, okay, go. All right, that one didn't count. Yeah, time out. Roll. Time in. Both. We always fall for the timeout move. <laughs> so uh, I heard Acosta. I heard Bupenza. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll. Uh, wait, I guess if Luca Buka is not actually a thing, um, you know, Kubo. I was just yeah. gonna say, I just, there I just saw that, yeah. Yuya, Kubo Yuya, Yuya Kubo was brought in to Cincinnati in the year two thousand, um, as a winger. Thousand. He was moved in twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one to central Stryker. defensive midfielder. Oh, hilarious! He was also in twenty twenty three. He was the backup ten. And then now this year, he may be moving until we get a new guy for that spot um, to right back. No. Wow. Right? <laughs> wow. Mariano is no. going to go not in at left back. right back. <laughs> it's not a good game show. <laughs> Terrible game show, I'll tell you. A lot of sadness, a lot of tears. So many tears. So many Ooh. tears. G. Valenzuela. Do, do they call him Richie? Did they let him fly on planes to away games? Sorry. I'm just... And then it started not my Richie hey, you got, you got you got an A-can too. Or does he have good abs? Um, yeah, asking, asking for a tradition. <laughs> uh, oh, he's the I keeper. No That's right, I forgot he was the about. keeper. Alec Can. Goalkeeper. Alec Can. Just we had Adrian Can, defender, but known for his abs and oh, his modeling career. Yeah. Uh that kind of A can. Um, yeah. Last uh uh Kristen referred to him as Con. Yes, I did. But then I just I, I wanted to make an Adrian Can joke, so yeah. I did it poorly. Um and then every time I see Gaddis, I always think of Mark Gaddis, so I'm just like off in like Doctor Who, Sherlock Holmes land, so um Gaddis is retired so this list that you've got is well talk yeah. to mlssoccer.com so yeah. like good luck soccer? on your post soccer career raymond Gaddis. yeah he by the way is, is right why back? is the reason that um bernadeschi will probably be booed every time he touches the ball on sunday because he got into like he picked of all players on the pitch he picked ray Gaddis to get in his face um ray gaddis is the reverend the spiritual um uh lifeblood of the team um he's famous well, not anymore he's retired so always tucking dirt um so it just bernadeschi picked the wrong player to get in his face and i don't think uh so the fans will probably boo bernadeschi every i time mean half you know it. like four-fifths of the league booed Michael Bradley for six years. So, you know, yeah. whatever. Don't care. TFC uh, fans was... going to be booing Bernadeschi. So, whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't care. Uh, he can um, hear that all the way across, uh, <laughs> then that'll be impressive. All right. Um, so, Mike, do you want to pick a player to watch from our team? Um, 
Let us find out. Um, Toronto FC.com? No, dot CA. Blankety blank, blankety blank. Blankety blank, blankety blank. If you've made it to this far in the show, no, we're not starting it today, I promise. Today, don't give them hope. Dot com doesn't work, but www.torontofc. Or don't have to see that CA doesn't work either. Good Lord, oh, Americans. Okay. All right, here we go. <sighs> Just say my... Bernadeski and let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Or Sorio. That's oh, a good who's pick. Who's the other one? Insigne? Insigne. He's, 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 he's nursing a knock. I don't even know if he's going to play. Oh. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I actually, yeah, I, I actually do think he's injured right now. I'm not even kidding. Uh, according to go with Sean Johnson, throw you guys a curveball. So, according to MLS injury report, uh, out is Diamande Rostad Cervania. Remember Brendan Cervania? Questionable. Yeah, super injured. Questionable. Ranjit Singh. Remember that he's still there. And so Sean Johnson. Fuck off. Questionable. Oh, that's why, the, that's why Luke Singh played their entire last preseason match. Well, I mean, it's questionable, so I'm assuming he's recovering, but still. Yes, but still. But Luke Singh played the, the entire match against uh, RSL okay. in preseason. Is Luke Singh a defender? Hey. Oh, sorry. Ranjit Ranjit not Luke Singh. Ranjit um, Singh? No, then... No, who's the other keeper? The third guy. <laughs> no, Luke Singh like, did play. Sorry, he did play, but as a defender. But then who? No, I think Sean Johnson okay. played. All right, I'm sorry I did this to everybody. That's this okay. Is... My, it's been such a long show. My brain is broken. Um, that's fine. That's fine. We are a TFC um... podcast. <laughs> yeah, Roger. We love is our not players on the website. No, Sean Johnson played. Sean Johnson played. Okay, good. Whew. No, it's because it's sorry. It's because Luke Singh also played, um, and then I just got my wires crossed. Um, but no, Sean Johnson played. There's, there just there was one's a keeper, one's a defender, and blah blah blah. Um, mm. Anyway, um, but uh, actually, anyway, Diamande. I'm just going to throw this out here. We're not we're not doing a proper preview of the season or anything tonight because the show is already seven thousand hours long, but. I know everyone has a hate on for him. I can't hate a player that's barely had a chance to play because he's been injured and I'm not blaming a player for their fucking injuries. So you know what? Until he's had a chance to play more than twice or whatever it was, it was barely, he barely played like cut this guy some fucking slack. Jesus. You're all so fickle. Like, hate on the players that actually play if you're going to, which you do anyway, but leave this guy the fuck alone until he's well and actually plays. That's just my... A (laughs) cough, cough, red shirt. Cough, cough. Mm. (laughs) Sorry, what? I had had phlegm in my throat, apparently. What? What were you saying, Kristen? Fickle? Are we allowed to shit on the people that? Uh, are we allowed to shit on the people that signed this injury-prone guy who's never going to play? Sure. If yes. we're allowed to criticize the injury guy, injury-prone guy who never's going to play. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's that, nice. Thank I, that that, that I will allow. Thank you. Because that is logical and reasonable. 
What about um, Hugo Mbangwe? Has he been? It, is he likely to make an appearance? I hope so. <laughs> Off the subs bench, maybe. Yeah, he's I like Hugo. He's fun. His brother. Where is his? Where is his brother playing right now? I know he went to Colorado. Is he still there? Yeah. Is he still there? Is Prizo still in? That's that's a that's a strong question. On it. I think he still is. Yeah, Mark, if you wouldn't mind checking that, that'd be awesome. Um Yeah, I like Hugo. I think I think I think he's got some he's got some stuff. I don't know if he's ever gonna be a superstar or anything, but he should develop into a decent player, I think. Didn't I think he got better over the season last year. Um mm. Like not like oh my god look at him but I don't think he regressed. Uh, Kobe Franklin's the one that really is the one you should watch if you want to watch one of our young players. It's Kobe Franklin. All right, consider it done. There you go, because he'll probably start. Um, well, let's do some predictions and then let's all go get some food or sleep or both or whatever. Because oh my gods. Two nil Cincinnati. Reasonable. Insigne, you know, despite the injury, the questionability, he he plays, he goes out there, he's trained, and he gets himself uh, kind of seriously injured and he's going to be out for at least a month. Duncan, stop it. You asked for predictions, Kristen. You're right, that's true. I did, I literally asked for it. That is correct. You know what, never mind, as you were. Um, I'm going to go 2-1 Cincinnati. Because I think that uh, Bernadette is going to do something in the box that, you know, causes a penalty, um, makes it 1-1 just after halftime or something like that. And then Cincinnati fights in and, and gets one not long after that. And it's just squeaky bum time for the last 30 minutes. I mean, I'm not mad at that. I'm, I'm going to go with... Uh... 3-2 Cincinnati. Nice. Uh, I I think I think Toronto will score two goals very quickly and then the hope will be dashed. Uh Cincinnati will will win the game. They're probably doing about the 80th minute. Oh, and, tradition. Yeah, and and then uh and then we won't score the next game at all. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to be wrong. For the record, I want to be wrong. However, I mean, the um, predictions matter, so you gotta make it what you think actually will happen. Oh yeah, I mean, the details are always way more entertaining if you if you just you know plot it out a little bit, and if yeah, you get no, it, I'm, I'm, fucking Mr. Thomas. I'm feeling the two-one win for Cincinnati. But, uh TFC scores first. Oh, in the first half, and has like they feel it's coming. In the second half, it all completely falls apart, and Cincinnati comes back and wins. So I will tell you, uh, Cincinnati, I actually still, t on at this moment, 9.35 p.m. on a Tuesday in February, don't know who's starting across the back line for Cincinnati. Um, Matt Miazga well, is still under delightful. suspension for his antics in New York, or New Jersey, shall we say, uh, in the playoffs. And so we don't know if that is going to be lifted after his offseason um anger management program fabulous uh, the cba with the referees is probably affecting that decision 
Um, uh, so sure. it could be Miles um, and then a guy we drafted in 2022 named Ian Murphy. Mike, it's okay. And then, huh? It's okay. You're going to win. Yeah, okay. it's it's a lock. Then, just, just, um, just go to sleep easy with that. Giant question mark <laughs> at right center back. Um, so, again, that's that's the, the story at this moment. Okay. <laughs> so we all agree Toronto's going to lose in various ways, but Toronto's going to lose. Congratulations to WKRFC for keeping it real on the airwaves and uh, holding it down. Uh, sorry, Toronto that's Houston. Gets a point. I expect text messages. Oh, there will be text messages of That'll what happen. the fuck just happened. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, so it's been it's been three hours, and sorry. if you're still here at the very end, we're so sorry. sorry. And we cut out a, we cut out a section. Um, so we love you. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for joining us on this insane episode, um, the likes of which we have not done for some time. So. Please join us next week when we recap the opening of MLS. We'll try and throw in some MLS predictions. We'll talk about the women's uh, Calf Gold Cup, um, see how badly Calgary lose to Orlando, and see if uh, the refs in MLS make nice. Uh, narrator, they probably didn't. I have been joined by these fine gentlemen for this epic episode. So to be found out there on the Twitter is at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. I'm hungry. Go eat. I'm uh, trying. I'm 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 giving you leave to go. You're you're released out into yes. the wild or they back into the other part of the kitchen. Thing. I don't know. It's like, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna let her boss you around like that. Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna stay for another hour just to show up. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, out on the tweet machine at Kitner and Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you to everybody who continues to support this podcast via patreon we absolutely appreciate it and um yeah i if you hands up if you thought that the kit section was going to be short <laughs> you're a fool and new and we love you because you're so naive but sorry uh thank you very much to our special guest who joined us for the entire episode uh got to be part of our all of our madness uh found out there on the tweets at mike hudson sucks mr mike hudson if you like the color green, come hit me on Twitter and give me your incorrect <laughs> opinions. <laughs> uh, as for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, can uh, get used to it. We're so sorry. Yeah. <laughs>